Dr. John Weske practices radiology at Atrium Medical Center, where he serves as medical director for the radiology department and is a member of the Medical Executive Committee. And he's joining me today on Amy's Table to discuss breast health. Welcome, Dr. Weske. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Good. So talk to us a little bit about why it's so important for women to pay attention to breast health. Well, first of all, one in eight women in the U.S. uh, at some point during their life will develop invasive breast cancer. And it is the most common cancer in women, uh, with the exception of skin cancer. And uh, it's also the second leading cause of cancer death. So for those reasons, it's very important. And, you know, so many women think that they are going to, this is an older women's disease, but really, truly, when should women begin regular breast health checkups? Well, starting in their 20s and 30s, uh, doing a regular breast self-exam every month is important. And then every three years at a minimum, a doctor or other health care provider should be doing uh, a breast exam. Uh, starting at age 40 is when it's recommended to get regular screening mammogram every year uh, and continuing that as long as they're able to. So also, also around age 40, getting a yearly exam um, by their doctor should be done as well as continue the monthly self-breast exams. And so, of course, a self-breast exam, you find women in two camps, those that do and those that don't. And I think those that don't do a breast exam are fearful they're not doing it right, they don't know what to do. How do they know that they're doing it correctly? Uh, well, first of all, the, I mean, the best way to learn how to do it is to have a doctor or other healthcare professional teach them the pr- proper technique uh, in their 20s when they should start doing them. Uh, it is you know, it's not an easy exam necessarily, but uh, when women see their doctor every, you know, one to three years, they get a chance to, in those in-between years to go ahead and do a regular exam, so it's very important. Uh, one advantage is women doing a regular exam can you know, possibly find a mass uh, before their doctor. So terribly important to do. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Dr. John Weske about the importance of breast health. And one of the things I know that we talk about is hereditary diseases. Is breast cancer hereditary? Well, it certainly can be, but the fact is most breast cancers are not inherited, uh, which is one of the main reasons that getting a regular screening mammogram is essential. You know, it's interesting, Dr. Weske, I have such a history of breast cancer in my family, both my grandmothers, my mother, my sister, and my sister actually had the genetic testing done, and it was discovered that we don't have the gene. So it's just crazy that actually this is not an inherited form of breast cancer, so it could be lifestyle, whatever, but, you know, so people can't rely on the fact that there's no history or there is history in their family. Uh, that's certainly true, and and that's why early mammograms are important. Uh, genetic testing and other tests can be done if they're recommended by your doctor for your own personal situation. Uh, the two most common gene mutations, the BRCA1 and BRCA2, uh, are linked to breast cancer, and they can be identified through either a blood test or a saliva test. But uh, you know that's something that a, a doctor or genetic counselor can help you understand, uh, you know, the need for testing and treatment options. Right. But as I was coming to understand it, it's like, well, we don't have the gene, but we still have to stay way on top of it because there's something going on there. So, of course, being informed and tested is so important. Well, for the women listening who have never had a mammogram, what actually goes on during mammography? 
Well, first of all, the, the breast is briefly compressed between two plates that are attached to the mammography machine. Uh, the bottom plate actually holds the digital detector that records the image, and the top plate is an adjustable plastic plate that uh, is used to put the compression on. Uh, the technologist will compress the breast uh, for at least a few seconds to keep it from moving and to make the layer of breast tissue as thin as possible to give the best digital image uh, that's sharp and clear. Uh, and the entire process takes about 20 minutes. And after uh, complete, a, a radiologist will read the exam later on. And then uh, the doctor and uh, the patient will both get the results within a few days, usually. And are there different kinds of mammograms? Well, there are two main types. The, the screening mammogram is for any woman uh, who has no breast problems or current complaints. Uh, no doctor's order is required, and uh, most women have a screening mammogram every year, at least starting by age 40. Uh, the other type is a diagnostic mammogram, which is more of a problem-focused exam uh, to either evaluate abnormalities that we identify on the screening mammogram, or if they have an abnormal clinical breast exam and find a lump, for instance, um, we do a diagnostic mammogram, and a doctor's order is required for that test. And how is technology changing mammograms? Uh, well, the two types of digital technology at breast centers today are the traditional two-dimensional mammography that we've had for, for decades. Um, the images are taken from the top and the side of the breast and produce a flat image, but the new three-dimensional or 3D mammogram is also called tomosynthesis, um, the imaging equipment actually moves in an arc over top of the breast, taking multiple images uh, from the breast in several different angles, and then, you know, that forms a three-dimensional image. So is that something then that if a woman wanted to get a 3D mammogram, she needs to ask for that, or how do we find out about what kind to get, and, you know, how do we, what are next steps with that? <laughs> Well, you certainly should always ask about the availability and any cost associated with a 3D mammogram when you schedule your mammogram, and usually they'll tell you that when you do schedule it if they offer it at the site you're going to. Uh, studies have shown that the 3D mammogram can find more and earlier invasive breast cancers and can also reduce the need to have to come back for additional images if we find something questionable on the traditional two-dimensional mammogram. And I like the sound of that because I know for a lot of women, there's nothing more fearful than getting that call back. So getting it all taken care of in one is a great thing. I know we see mobile mammography vans around. I mean, is that does that provide the same kind of quality mammogram? Well, it, it certainly provides the same quality, uh, and it also makes it much easier for you know a busy woman to get a mammogram either close to their home or uh, at work. Um, and studies have shown that it's, you know, if it's more convenient to get a mammogram, that more women are likely to go and get one. Uh, and at Premier Health, our mobile mammography coach uh, offers the same quality as our regular brick-and-mortar breast center with the 3D uh, mammograms. That's so important to make it convenient so that we actually do it, which, which brings the question, how do women in Southwest Ohio measure up when it comes to getting mammograms? Uh, well, unfortunately, we could all do much better. Um, Approximately 40% of women in southwest Ohio age 40 and up are not getting mammograms currently. Now, that's according to the Susan G. Komen for the Cure for the Greater Cincinnati Affiliate. 
So obviously there's a lot of room for improvement. So everybody needs to get out there and do it. Make sure, you know, you can go to premierhealth.com for more information about this, but do it. Let's raise our numbers, Ohio. Well, Dr. Weske, tell me this. We're talking about, obviously, screening and detecting, but what can we as women do to prevent breast cancer? Well, there's certainly a lot of research that's uh, been underway and still underway trying to answer that question, but you know, there's not a simple, easy answer yet. But in general, healthy living can help reduce your risk of breast cancer as well as most other cancers, and that may include uh, getting regular, intentional physical activity, uh, reducing your lifetime weight gain by limiting your calories and, and certainly getting regular physical activity, and also uh, avoiding or at least limiting your alcohol intake and probably more important than anything else, uh, not smoking. Yeah, don't smoke. Don't smoke and get a mammogram. Well, Dr. Weske, this is a lot of great information. I appreciate your sharing this this morning on Amy's Table. And, of course, you can get more information by going to premierhealth.com. Thank you, Dr. Weske. Thank you very much.